friends, Isaac here. It's Tuesday, July 26th. Welcome to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker and global brand publisher. He's founder, executive director of Global Hope India and CEO of Spirit Media. Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses and non-profits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about The Writers Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writers Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Today, Kevin is joined by Temzala Bass of Nashville, North Carolina. Temzala is a sister in Christ, friend and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and Temzala to today's show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live in the Dream show. This is Kevin White, and I am so excited for today's episode. Can you believe it is already Tuesday, July the 26th? It is flying by for me, and maybe it is for you as well. But we are living the dream. We're championing Revelation 7, 9 through 12 of every tribe, nation, and tongue, worshiping Jesus for all eternity. And we have an exciting story for you today. Last week, we introduced you to a new friend named Kamar, and today he's going to just share about selling his car in order to plant a hundred churches. You don't hear this kind of story on the evening news. You don't hear it as you read about it in the papers necessarily, but you need to hear this story and you need to realize along with us that God is on a mission and he is gathering this crowd that we see in Revelation 7. And you and I get to be in the bleachers, but not only that, we get to engage and join God in his work. Listen to this story as Kamar shares. So talk to us about your house church movement. And I want people to Um, hear it in, wow, I didn't even realize I have a house church. And maybe you haven't identified that. You don't have a steeple necessarily on the top of your house but God has called you to a house church. And then I want you to hear his strategy of the one, three, nine, because maybe you didn't know, but you can absolutely adopt this strategy. This is not a a formal thing that you have to have a piece of paper on your back wall to say, now I'm a disciple. Now I can be a discipler. Now I'm a pastor. Now I can go baptize people. This is, this is you having an opportunity to simply walk the way Jesus walked and to walk out the scripture that we have in the Bible. Kamar, what do you know about house church? What has God shown you about house church? I was a traditional church planter before I actually came to know about house churches. Mm -hmm. So in 2007, uh, from 95 onwards to 2007, uh, God led me to plant only 11 churches, which is a steeple one. Because I have seen, I'm not a Bible graduate. So I'm just working in small school. So only thing I know was church means the building. So I came from a strong Hindu background. 
and came to the Lord Jesus. And I said, Lord, uh, for saving me, I will plan 100 churches. Not because of fame, name, and money, but just to say I'm grateful to you. So I took forward and worked in a school. And with my 50% of my salary, I saved for six months. We get vacation one month in school. So with that money, I go out to the Himalayan regions because in those times, people were saying Himalayan is the most unrich area. So I go there, uh, I sleep in somebody's house or even in train stations. But I always share that, that vacation is my sharing time because other days I cannot share. So one whole month I share and five, six families, if they come to faith, I ask for a piece of land and with whatever money that I have saved in six months, I said that uh, I'll purchase the bamboos and tin roof, and then we make a house, and then we celebrate. In one day we make, and we celebrate with that. So I was doing it, but in 97, uh, God put me into a realization. And on 31st, every 31st December, I used to, re, uh, I used to do assist of my work. Then I said, Lord, I committed in 1995 100 church to be planted by 2020. But it's only 11 in 11 years. So still there is 89 church to be planted in 13 years left, which is impossible task. Even if I work day and night, it's not going to be possible. So literally I was thinking that I made a wrong commitment to the Lord. And for me, I take very serious. I'm a serious guy. So... I thought it's like a, it's like a sin that I've committed in my heart by giving a wrong commitment to the Lord. So I was praying and fasting, and after six months, I met uh, Demsula in the web in the in the web parlor, and she said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Same old things. I work in a school and plan churches." And she asked me to come for training, three days training. But the first day I said, no, I cannot because I'm committed to the school. There's a sports going on and I need to be there. So I cannot come. The second day she called me and said, hey, this training you need to know is very important. And I said, no. So third day again, she called me and said, you need to be coming here, but you won't come. I know you are occupied, but can you come for one hour lunch with our resource people? And we fixed the time, one o'clock. So I moved, rushed, and went there. And I saw their Mark 4, 26 to 29. They show on the diagram. And it says about how do you enter to the field? And what do I say? My story and God's story. And I was looking at that while they were doing a recap. And I said, well, this is what I've been doing it for 11 years. And they said, my story has to be three parts. Um, life before Christ how you met Christ and life after Christ. And I was doing exactly the same. Then God's story, they took the Romans road, we call it into four verses, Romans 6.23, Romans 3.23, Romans uh, 5.8 and, and 10.9. I said, all this I was by heart. Then when he came back to discipleship, when the seeds grown, what do you need to do? When So they were using seven commands from the Bibles, from Luke 10, 9. And I was saying, all right, all these things, I was not, this is the first church we're doing, Acts 2, 37 to 47, we quoted and said, these are the first church they were doing. 
uh, about baptisms, prayers, love, Lord's Supper. Are you doing it? I said, I'm, I've never done this. It, it was always a shortcut. When they believe, gather them, make a church. Then they said church formations. I said, hmm, that is the greatest mistake I've made. If this is the Bible word. I went through this Mark 4, 26, 29 many times, but never realized that it is all about church planting. And then lastly, what do you do? When you disciple the churches, what happened? They go out to share and it comes back to church. So it's a church reproducing churches, church reproducing churches. Then it just blew in my mind that laborers are the last people are the laborers. If you reach out, they'll become the laborers. All these days, I was thinking, I am the laborers, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was doing all by myself. But I can make labor more from the field. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be organic. So now I realize that by, by, by this, I think I can finish 100 churches by 2020. And then they said, is there anybody who wants to give testimony? I was the first one to go and share the testimony. <laughs> How God spoke in one hour. People were thinking, three days we have not seen this. This fellow, but all of a sudden he's giving a testimony. <laughs> yeah, but then he, after he that, stayed until the end. <laughs> yeah, praise God. And then yeah. after that, uh, I partnered with uh, Temsulas and V2. Started doing training and going around. The first thing is I witnessed to fourteen people and brought to my house, and my house became a church for the people. I'm cutting it short because the time is limited. So what the immediately what I did, all that I have learned, I pass on to the new new church people, 14 of them. And these are the people they constantly they went back back home and they also called their neighbors, they reached out to the neighbors and brought it to their homes. And they also said the same thing to do in their homes. Likewise, in less than six months, by 2007, by December 31st, we saw 100 churches. I said, wow. When I when I obeyed through the word, you know, and the the word, the word of God is clear. If we do, we can see whatever we commit to the Lord. You know? So when I see this, what's next? Then Lord said, concentrate on the hundred to reproduce. So that's the time I sold my car and started doing it, training for one hundred churches. And this, I am casting vision to plant at least three churches. Mm -hmm. I, I asked for whether you can do it five, but the new generation leader said five, maybe not possible. So because when we want to commit, we want to be make sure is a smart goal. We make a smart goal so that they, it can be achievable, attainable and achievable. So we said three and everybody agreed. The next in 2008, when I started calling, the first 15 church gave zero account, no church planted. I was so sad and I was not calling them anymore. It's all west. I lost my vehicle. <laughs> but then later, after one hour, somebody called me, sir, you were supposed to call us. Yeah, but I simply said I forgot. But they said, well, we want to remind you that we have planted five church this year. I get excited again, you know. <laughs> then I said, well, then started calling others, and later we saw 432 church. Wow. We, we asked for 300, but we got 432. Then we started training. I gave up my job, and then all the money that we had, 
So we just spent time to train the other 432 churches. Mm -hmm. And we got in 2009, 1,268 churches. So I was super excited. After that, people started coming in, looking around, and we put the project called Come and See. So many people, they don't believe house churches. So many people from Bible College, even from America and other parts, they started coming into my house and watching the first church, second generation, third generation. They got super excited and people started supporting it. And then, yeah, that took me to many, many thousand churches. So yeah, no, no, Kumar travels everywhere. He's a master trainer. Mm -hmm. He's a global yeah, trainer. Now, yeah. So again, the Lord in 2009 gave this verse uh, X18. So, so X18 is already told that it's the Holy Spirit that will empower us to witness Him from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the end of the earth. So I took our region as a Jerusalem and expanded to uh, different states and India, like it was growing. And then slowly I realized that I need to move towards East. So we started covering Southeast Asia now, like Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam, Thailand, all this. And then, then after that, Lord gave a glimpse to help the African countries. So brought all the African leaders in Uganda. We trained and I stayed for a month and we saw 5,200 people, all uh, the cousins coming to the Lord and getting <laughs> baptized. The cousins, I love it, that. It's working. When we do it in the Lord's way, it's working. Yeah. Not in our own way. See, I, I feel that even if we bring the world best practices or world best tools, if Jesus doesn't choose them, then we will be going in vain. Mm -hmm. So that has put me in realizations. So I believe in the word and the Isaiah says, every word that comes from my mouth, it will never going to return void. Mm -hmm. So I believe that every word that I bring it, it has to be a scriptural. So I do scriptural, I speak scriptural, I go as a scriptural way. That is why we see tremendous results, fruits, but at the end, the fruits belongs to Jesus. Yeah. I am just the branch. Yeah. He's the one who put the growth. And there you have it. What a powerful testimony Kamar shared about selling his car in order to plant a hundred churches. I wonder what you would be willing to do. What would I be willing to do in order to start new churches? It's easier than we think. Part of the blessing of COVID-19 is the church went home. It went into people's homes. And we have home churches, whether you're formally recognized as a home church or not, if you are a person of faith and you're worshiping in your home with your family, you are a home church. And we are wanting to unleash the church to be the church of the individual where we, the church, go out and we live the dream of Revelation 7, 9 through 12. I hope you'll join me again next week on the Living the Dream Show. We'll see you then. Research shows three billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. 
Did you know that if three billion people formed a human chain, it would circle the Earth at the equator 75 times? One of those billion people far from God calls India home. Global Hope India has been empowering Christian churches throughout India as they provide access for all people to know about Jesus. Learn more at globalhopeindia.org. That's globalhopeindia.org. Thank you for listening to The Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for The Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been Living the Dream with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program is copyright Kevin White International Incorporated. All rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of living the dream as people of every nation, tribe and tongue worship Jesus together on earth today as it already is in heaven. Remembering the gift of God's presence through Jesus Christ is accessible to everyone. Join us again next week for Living the Dream with Kevin White.